Guys, got some bad news. We were wrong. I've been left behind. All right, joke's over. Come on back. I can't do this by myself. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> well done. Welcome back to the show, guys. This is Rapture Radio, uh, where we're talking through all things not the rapture, actually. Not the rapture. Working through Matthew 24. Ah, Craig Alexander's in the feed and having a great time. All right, give me my shirt back. No. Well, that's an appropriate thing. This See, people like are a- going to be just listening to this podcast later, and they're going to hear you say that and be like, what the heck is happening in this show? Oh, it's good times. you got to watch the live feed, guys, to understand the deets. Anyway, welcome to the show, guys. Hope all y'all are doing well. Take some time. Share this on your feeds. Uh, ask questions in the comments. Let us know how you guys are doing, dealing with all the uh, most recent interesting things happening in the world around us. Um, so far today, we've learned that I don't know very much about current events, and without the help of producer Matt and or Pastor Brandon, this show would not exist. So anyway... Pastor Brandon, how you doing, man? Things going well? Oh, yeah, good. Um, I guess folks have noticed our new headsets we got here. Ooh, we're very official now. Very, very One official. improvement a week. That's the, <laughs> that's the goal. Well, we got to actually, you know, know how to use them first, which yeah. I figure a headset is fairly easy. You just put it on. We got and this. then go. So that works out well. That works out well. But, yeah, so good, uh, good times. We're talking through... Not the rapture. Well, we're still in Matthew 24. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We are looking at the great tribulation. Ooh. And we're laying some solid foundation. If someone is not too interested in having their their future hope set in stone, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then, you know, don't pay too much attention. But if you really want your future hope for this world, for your own soul, for life to be set in solid rock, mm-hmm. you need mm-hmm. to look carefully at the texts. You got to work through the arguments. You have to you have to really study to show yourself approved. Mm-hmm. So that's what mm-hmm. we're going to be doing today. A little All bit right. of that, taking a look and going in there. Where where do you think? What's the big points we want to make, or do we want to give that up yet? Yeah, we wanna, we'll, we we'll wait. wait. But you know, we got some folks joining us on the comment thread. Got some folks um, watching. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. as producer Matt has said, if you have some questions, you can shoot them out there. That's right. Ask questions. This yeah. is a fun topic to get in. Start talking through the idea of uh, the end times. End times. I can just about guarantee you that the perspective that we've been bringing over the last several weeks is not very. Um, common no it's not in acadiana mm-hmm. south louisiana in fact i think we might be the only people actually saying this yeah I, be there's a fair probably assessment? yeah and that doesn't mean we are um, wackadoos this is <laughs> a uh, this belief is held firmly by christians for hundreds of years for not thousands wackadoos. of years for thousands of years wackadoos. so <laughs> we will be getting into that now it's going to take many weeks we're going to be looking at all sorts of stuff we'll mm-hmm. eventually mm-hmm. leave matthew 24 and go throughout the, the rest of the scriptures and we kind of do every week honestly well, i mean we yeah. bridge it out but the point is you too can understand bible prophecy right you can find the book of revelation to be fruitful mm. you don't have to put it on the shelf you don't have to dismiss it it is gospel good news and we want that i want that for everyone yeah and, yeah. and honestly, we don't have time for this, and, and, and you're only going to get it if you walk with us over all these shows. Mm-hmm. But this post-millennialism, this future bright hope for the future. Said it out loud. Yeah, that's the technical term for it, that we're trying <clears throat> to sell you. Mm. We're trying to show mm. you. 
is wrapped up with the desire for justice, the desire for peace, mm. the belief that we can enjoy some of these fruits here in this life. It's all wrapped up with what our world is really wanting. Mm. You know, Marxism is super popular these days. No, is it? Yeah, super popular. I, I had no idea. But, you know, Marxism, postmodernism, communism, they have a hope for the world. Right. They have a gospel right. which makes young people inspired. Mm. But the church, where is the church? Most of the church, at least here in Acadiana, and, and in fact throughout America, doesn't have a bright hope for this world. Mm. Little here, mm. little there. Hopefully right. save a few persons here out of the fire. Before it all burns down. And then, and then we're all just, you know, get us out of Dodge. That, mm. that is not inspiring. Right. And no. now we don't believe something because it's inspiring or not. We believe it because the text says. Right. But I would just say we are behind the eight ball. We're losing the battle to the kingdom of darkness because we don't have our eschatology straight. Mm. This is so essential to the to the fight and to the advance of the kingdom. So that's what this show is all about. It's about Welcome to Rapture Radio. Absolutely. Yeah. Laying a foundation so we know the direction to go. We have the right understanding and can can build something, right? right. Why would you have a desire to to start something like a like a Christian school, for example, if you think the next couple of weeks everything's just going to burn down anyway. Nobody would move and take those steps right. to do those advances. We're going multi-generational, long-term mm. tortoise approach. Absolutely. And we, be, we believe the gospel will, will be successful in the long run. Absolutely. Marcus Meyer, Marcus Meir. I always say that name wrong. Marcus Meir is in the feed. Welcome, Marcus. We see Christian Lewis who's saying, thank you for wearing your earmuffs. <laughs> <laughs> it's not cold here, Christian. Um, Raquel has noticed our apple juice. This is just apple juice, so I don't know what she's talking about. Well, there's a reason we made our show at 5 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally 5 o'clock here. here. That's right. <laughs> so it works out well. But yeah, man. So uh, Before we get on, though, I got a little, uh, little surprise for you. What? For me, me and producer Matt, we worked up something together. And we got some meat in this show, some serious stuff we're going to get to. Okay. But... I first, I have a present for you. What? What? Just a little surprise. Producer Matt, cue it up. <laughs> what is this? Savor it. <laughs> Swirl it. This feels, oh my gosh. This feels like strong mid-90s. Early 90s. Oh man. What is this? Is that a sitar? A tear is <laughs> welling up in my eyes. <laughs> it's a sitar. <laughs> just about guarantee that's a sitar. Life was filled with guns hey folks, and this, war. Okay? This is a big part of my job. Got trampled on the floor. I wish we'd all been ready. No way. The children died. The days grew cold. Of piece of bread. Goodbye, a bag of gold. Who is this? Do you see that There's no time to change your mind. The sun has come and you've been left behind. Left behind, baby. Holy smoke. That's enough of that. Oh, we, that man. was, I feel, you were, you're blessed. What, what just happened? This was actually like a song that was popular? Like, they played this at churches? In youth groups. Oh, this was like the altar call song. This was terrifying to me as a child. <laughs> and sad. Terrifying. And very sad. I mean, the song goes on to talk about two people hanging out mm -hmm. and walking in a field, and one is just gone. 
and and it and it quotes various mm. Bible verses, but without exception, it quotes the Bible verses it's out like, of context. It's like the finger completely snap misinterpreting in Infinity War. And the, yes, <laughs> <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Oh, so, man. boy, and then the song just really, um, you know, hits the minor chords and. Oh, difficult the sitar was a it nice really touch. gets you That's a, that is an emotionally like, it is they get, they, they're, it's slow I mean, it's I, sad listen it's like i have flashbacks goodbyes. right now i hate goodbyes uh, goodbyes are the worst mm. okay um and i get very emotionally upset by goodbyes i mm. get homesick and ask anyone that knows me really well and ask my wife that song is horrible <laughs> it, it invokes nightmares. I literally grew up having recurring nightmares because of that song of being left behind. That was the music bed to your nightmare the whole That's time. Right. Now, of course, look, we want to be ready for the return of Christ. Amen. We want to believe in Jesus, repent, turn from our sins. Mm, mm, but mm. we do not have to live in terror and in fear mm. like this. Well, it doesn't doesn't. I feel like the Assembly of God, was it the Assembly of God? They were like, yeah, if you don't have some sins uh, repented of, if you didn't confess all your little sins right before you die, you're going straight yeah, to hell. I lived with that as well. Dang. But the Bible tells us when Jesus is going to return. So at any second, you could have been left behind. No wonder well, you were freaked out. Well, listen, the Bible tells us when he'll return. Yeah. Not the exact date or the time, but it says he must rule until he puts all his enemies under his feet. Mm. The last enemy to be defeated is death, and then the end will come. Boom. We know what is taking place in human history. Jesus is ruling and reigning. Mm. He, is, he is taking in those nations, which are his inheritance. The gospel is going forth to the four corners of the earth. The nations are being discipled and baptized. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're learning to follow all of Christ and all of life. Right. He is putting his enemies under his feet. One day in the future, we don't know when, he will finally return, defeat death, and then the end will be here, the mission will be accomplished, and he will return this kingdom to his father. Mm. I'm looking forward to that. Amen. I'm on board with that, that mission. I'm living every single day, not just biting my fingernails, waiting to be disappeared into, you know, taken out of this hellhole. Or hole. wondering if you'll be disappeared. Right. Am no. I going to make it? I'm getting, I'm getting to work with my Savior, my Lord. I'm his bride down here, his helper. Amen. And we're exercising dominion in Jesus' name. And I, and I know that whatever I hand down to my children is going to be there. My labor is not in vain because there is hope for the future of this world. Mm. It's not going to all be burned up. We'll get to those verses later. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. all going to be resurrected up. Mm. So we'll get to all that later. Let's, um, let's enough, start with this. Enough you ready? fun. Enough we fun. Enough, are we ready to get into the text? Let's go. We still got some folks with us. No one. There's a few. There's 15,000 15, people watching right now. <laughs> Well, today what we're going to do is look at some of the tough texts, Ooh. and I'm going to show you that you can do this too. Oh. This is not complicated. All right. These aren't even hard. This is easy. All you need to know is this one rule. Okay, go. It's called the analogy of Scripture. Ooh. When you find a verse that's a little odd, a little off, you're not sure what it means, look up how it is used in the rest of the Bible. Mm, that's helpful. I can see how that would be helpful. Now, especially when Jesus is speaking... Because when Jesus was speaking and his words are recorded, there was only the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. So when Jesus is speaking, you're going to have to look up what he is quoting from in the Old Testament. Mm. You'll mm. see how mm. it is used in the Old Testament, and that will give you all you need to understand what he means. Mm. Okay. Now, it's not 100% perfection, but it's sufficient to understand the point. It's clear. Okay. It's not a big, uh, big mystery. This is fairly clear. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's just look at our first tough text. We're in Matthew twenty-four. Okay. If you got your Bibles, you can turn there. 
Matthew 24 and verse 14. If you're driving, you should just listen. Yeah, Matthew 24, 14. And this gospel of the kingdom. Oh, I'd like to preach on that one day. Mm. Well, I have preached many series on that, but, boy, that's a beautiful thing to unpack. The gospel of the kingdom will be proclaimed throughout the whole world as a testimony to all nations, and then the end will come. Hmm. Now, you see the problem here. What? Matthew 24, the first part of it, I'm saying, happened already. Okay. The temple was destroyed, and I hope everyone's listened to the earlier shows. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. The temple was destroyed, Mm. Jerusalem destroyed, making way for the new Jerusalem and the new temple. Out with the old covenant, in with the new. Right. Old wineskins are gone, new wineskins. Old wineskins can't handle the new. Right. Right. So that's the whole concept of the of the um, New Testament and of the book of Matthew. Mm-hmm. That's the whole prophecy of Matthew 24. So we already said from last week that there would be certain signs that it was about to come. Mm-hmm. Earthquakes, wars of, of civil wars throughout the Roman Empire. When we when they see the army of the army surrounding Jerusalem, they would know that it's coming, right? Okay. When they right. see the the Antiochus, well, when they see the um, abomination of desolation as spoken of by Daniel standing in the holy place, run to the hills, mm-hmm. escape on foot to the hills. So that's that's the end. That happened in seventy A.D. It's recorded by the historian Josephus and right. others. It was predicted by Jesus. It's what he meant when he said on the way to the cross, "Don't weep for me, weep for yourselves." Mm-hmm. It's it's what he meant when he said, "Behold, your house is left for you desolate." Okay. All, it's what he meant when he whipped the, the money changers and the buyers in the temple because he was showing prophetically that this temple was judged mm. because a new temple would emerge. Yeah, okay. All right, so we it. already went through all this. Sorry to but then it says the gospel will be proclaimed throughout the whole world, and then, the, then this end of the old covenant would come. So what about the Aztecs? What about the Mayans? Mm-hmm. So you can see why this is problematic. Yeah. And you can see why people read this and they're like, oh, no, no, no. This is in the future. Okay. This has to all be in the future. And so they're looking out for the wars, rumors of wars, earthquakes, the great falling away in apostasy. Look, there is Christ. There is Christ. Don't believe them. That's all prophecies of the Old Testament. Sun falling, moon turning to blood. That's prophecies for this judgment on Jerusalem. Okay. We'll get to that. Okay, okay. That happened already. Okay. But when they see this, they think it's in the future, and the future is only holds for us terrible tribulation and horror and we really want to just be raptured out of here before that happens okay so how do we how do we walk through this all we do is look up that particular concept or phrase in other parts of the scriptures which one the, this one right here throughout the whole world right the gospel will be proclaimed throughout the whole world cosmos okay all right okay. what does that mean when it says it will be preached throughout the whole world does he mean all the way to the you know the eskimos the toltecs the mayans to indonesia what is the whole world? It's a term. Okay. So we look it up in the rest of Scripture. Colossians 1, verses 5 and 6 says this. Because of the hope laid up for you in heaven, of this you have heard before in the word of the truth, the gospel, which has come to you, as indeed in the whole world. Hmm. It is bearing fruit and increasing, as it also does among you. Hmm. So hmm. Paul says in Colossians 1, 5 and 6 that it's the gospel is already world. in the whole world. It's already done. So whatever he means by whole world, he doesn't mean what we commonly think of as whole world. Like all nations. Globe. Yeah. He doesn't mean that. Okay. Okay. Colossians 1.23. If indeed you continue in the faith, stable and steadfast, not shifting from the hope and the gospel that you heard, which has been proclaimed in all creation under heaven. Paul's saying the gospel has been proclaimed in all creation under heaven. Mm -hmm. Paul, Mm -hmm. what about Antarctica? 
right? Mm. He whole world was referring to the inhabited Roman Empire, something like that. Yeah, okay. It did not mean the entire globe. The literal globe. No. The Roman world, maybe. And Acts, like Acts 19, 27, and there is danger not only that this trade of ours may come into disrepute, but also that the temple of the great goddess Artemis may be counted as nothing, and that she may even be dis- deposed from her magnificence, she whom all Asia and the world worship. Hmm. The whole world worships Artemis, So Paul? this is like a phrase. It's an expression. Hmm. Easy. Moving on. Done. Page That's flips. so easy. That was dramatic. Page that flip. flip. You need so, to exactly. rack your pages. And the one we all know, okay, Caesar Augustus, the census. Remember the phrase. I do, that the whole world the, the, All the registered. world should be registered. Oh, look at that. It's an look expression. Okay. It's an expression. Okay, okay. All right, right, all right, all right, all right. So Luke 21, um, Luke, no, Mark, Mark um, 24, Matthew 24, verse 21, our next tough text. Sorry, I had a brain freeze It's okay. It's all right. You made it back. <laughs> Let's go. Matthew 24, 21. I'm ready. Any questions on the feed? Did people were people able to handle that too much too fast? Every, everybody's in there. They're still hanging on. We got another phrase. Okay, ready. Let's go. It says, "For then there will be great tribulation." Verse oh, twenty-one. Mister T with his Tommy gun, mm. something like that. Mm. Such as has not been from the beginning of the world until now, no, and never will be. That that sounds like the end of the world. That sounds like the end of the space time continuum. It does. That does sound like the major end of the world. epic. It will never happen again. Oh. Th- in the future, there's going to be great tribulation that mm. the world has never seen before. Mm. That's what we have to look forward, church. You know, mm-hmm. don't buy no green bananas. You know, don't build nothing. Don't plan any. <laughs> don't plan anything because it's all going to burn. Great tribulation. Got it. Cash in on your retirement plans. Uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> but listen to Ezekiel five nine, referring to the judgment on. Mm, I think that one was. I can't remember what nation that was. Edom, maybe. Ezekiel 5, 9. And because of all your abominations, I will do with you what I have never yet done, and the like of which I will never do again. Boom. How about this one? Second, Second Kings 23. Before him there was no king like him who turned to the Lord with all his heart and with all his soul and with all his might, according to all the law of Moses, nor did any like him arise after him. Hmm. It's hmm. an expression. It's another one of those, yeah. It's um, it's like apocalyptic literature. This is one of the things that I learned in my hermeneutics class was that there's this category for literature, ancient literature, called apocalyptic literature. We don't have that anymore, but that's what we're seeing here. We're seeing a, an expression that's common in Just, a type of literature that we don't, we're exactly. not actually used to. So we're more like literalists, unless it's poetry. Well, we've all been programmed by this rapture myth. Mm. Mm-hmm. And by dispensational mm-hmm. teachings, so that when we read this, we automatically think into the world. Mm. But listen to this, and as it pertains to the judgment on Egypt, Exodus eleven: There shall be a great city through. There shall be a great cry throughout all of the land of Egypt, such as there has never been, nor ever will be again. Boom. So if it was true in Egypt, it can't be true in Jerusalem, mm-hmm. and if it's true in Jerusalem, it can't be true in Egypt. Mm. It's an expression. Mm-hmm, 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 it's mm-hmm. even recorded by Josephus, the historian. He says this, in, ref, in ref, referring to 70 AD and the judgment on Jerusalem, Josephus writes, neither did any other city ever such suffer such miseries from the beginning of the world. Mm, mm, mm. It's hyper, hyperbolic expression. Right, hyperbole. Yeah. yeah. Well, we could make a case that covenantally, Nothing like that had ever happened, nor will ever happen again, because that was covenantally out with the old. 
Mm. In with the new, and the new is never ending. Mm. So in in mm-hmm. covenantal language, you know that really was the bombshell moment. Okay, that will never be repeated again. Okay. So okay. covenantally, we could say that's literally true, but I think it's probably best to see this as hyperbolic language. Okay, like the hyperbolic chamber, something like that. That's right. Y'all know what I'm talking about. We ready for another one? Let's go. Matthew twenty four twenty nine. Here's another one. Immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened. Skidadum. And the moon will not give its life. Skidadum. Light. And the stars will fall from heaven. Mm. And the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Yeah, nobody talks like that. Like, who stands up and... T- this is apocalyptic literature. It's a, I, it's you know, I, I, I had a vision recently. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> I saw 50 stars <laughs> falling from the sky. All 50? And the Lone Star remained. <laughs> <laughs> and the westernmost star. And the star. three western stars fell into the, the sea. sea. <laughs> <laughs> and the Cajun star arose to great prominence. <laughs> oh, you see, we could talk like this and people have some idea. There was a great election in the land and no one was sure who won. <laughs> <laughs> and the 50 stars fell from the sky mm. and the sun turned to darkness and the moon to blood. I hope this does not become, become a not funny, funny joke, joke later. <laughs> <laughs> was that? You just got affected. That was amazing. You just got affected. I saw 50 stars falling from the sky. <laughs> <laughs> Producer Matt, you've been a bad boy. <laughs> no, wrong direction. Wrong direction. Bring it back. Bring it back. (laughs) (laughs) Judgment day. (laughs) That was amazing. Let's do it. We gotta. We gotta bring this ship back into. uh, Okay. Okay. Here we go. We're losing. We lost. I'm sure we lost Pastor Kirk on that one. (laughs) It was not funny. (laughs) Matthew twenty four twenty nine. Immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light. And the stars will fall. Now, of course, that doesn't sound like that's ever happened before. Mm, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. has to be in the future, right? So I haven't seen any stars falling. Well, I mean, if you think about this really literally, if a star falls, okay, if the, if the sun goes dark, the mm-hmm. funny thing is in dispensationalism, this happens and then the earth still goes on. Right. Like, no, if the, if the sun goes dark, the earth doesn't keep going. We're dead. If something falls and crashes, a star crashes into the ground, we're all dead. Immediately. Right. There's not a tribulation. There's a complete eradication. Mm. It doesn't even make sense in their system. Mm. But consider this passage in Isaiah 13, 1, ref, uh, referring to Israel. Okay. The oracle concerning Babylon, to Babylon, which Isaiah the son of Amos saw. Verse 17 of Isaiah 13. For the stars of the heavens and their constellations will not give their light. The sun will be dark at its rising, and the moon will not shed the li- its light. Hmm. That's referring to the judgment on Babylon. Hmm. Isaiah 34, 4, on the judgment of Edom, all the host of heaven shall rot away and the skies roll up like a scroll. Hmm. Isaiah 32, 7, referring to Egypt, when I blot you out, I will cover the heavens and make their stars dark. I will cover the sun with a cloud and the moon shall not give its light. All the bright lights of heaven will I make dark over you and put darkness on your land, declares the Lord God. Hmm. We Hmm. see this quite clearly. This is not hard. Just look up the phrases in the Old Testament. Right. This is apocalyptic, um, anti-creation language mm-hmm. to refer to the judgment on regimes, on big empires, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on nations. Right. Uncreation language. It I is. Like it's that. uncreation <clears throat> language. It's judgment language. And it's always used in the Old Testament to refer 
to the judgment on a regime, on a, on a nation. Yeah. That's why Jesus repeats this when he's prophesying the judgment on Jerusalem. Well, it's interesting because everybody agrees that some areas of Scripture are hyperbole and some areas are literal. It seems to be the dividing line is like, where does the hyperbole start and the literalist Yeah, what's begin? literal and what's figurative? And, and how does the Bible work? What does the Bible say is hyperbole yeah. and what does the Bible say is literal? And if you look at the book of John, same thing happens there. It, it talks about light and darkness and light and darkness throughout the whole thing. And at no point throughout the book do people think that they're talking about literal light right. and darkness. It's imagery. We, right? Yeah, so we do not read the Bible literally. We read the Bible literarily. Ooh. Literarily. Ooh. That means when it's... Say it again. If it's historical literature, read it like historical literature. Mm-hmm. This stuff happened. It's history. Right. If it's a poem, read it like a poem. Right. It's not that complicated. I like it. I like it. <laughs> right. We got time for a couple more. Let's go. Matthew twenty four thirty. Then will appear in heaven the sign of the Son of Man. The bat signal. Yes. No. No, this gets good right here, okay. actually. This is some seriously good news. I'm ready. Okay. Uh, at least for us. Matthew twenty four thirty. Then will appear in heaven the sign of the Son of Man. So what's going to appear in heaven? The sign of the Son of Man. It does not say the Son of Man will appear in the heavens. Okay? Mm. says the sign will appear in the heavens. Ooh. Now, does that mean bat signal? Or is that apocalyptic language for a significant moment mm-hmm. that will be signaled to all? Hmm. It will be seen. Or perhaps it is a significant sign, a sign which signifies something that everyone can see in the atmosphere. Like blowing a shofar on the temple. I actually think that's what it is. It is a, something that everyone looks up and sees. Like something's happening. There's and, a thing and they there. Reali- and everything dawns on them. Okay, it's oh, the sign of the Son of Man. Now, now listen, this is going to be hard for people to unpack. And I, oh boy, I hope people have listened to this point because this is the best part right here. Okay, go. The Son of Man is a technical term. That goes back to the book of Daniel. Daniel speaks of the visions of the Son of Man. Okay. Now look right here. Then will appear, okay? Then will appear. Now this is after the earthquakes, the wars, the rumors of wars. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Antiochus, uh, I keep saying Antiochus Epiphanes. I mean the abomination of desolation stands in the temple. Sounds smarter when you say Antiochus Well, it is. That's another prophetic thing. So... (laughs) They stand in the temple. They flee to Judea. After the tribulation of those days, the sign, okay, of the Son of Man will appear, and Mm -hmm. then all the tribes of the earth will mourn. Okay. So, tribes. What is that referring to? Just right off the top of your head. Tribes. Tribes of? People. Tribes of people. But in Matthew, tribes always refers to Israel. Hmm. It's referring to the tribes of Israel. Okay. Okay. okay, This is a direct quote from... The book of Zechariah. Let me see if I can find it here in my notes. Um, I don't have it right here in my notes. I'll find it shortly. But it is a quote from Zechariah, Zechariah 12, clearly referring to Israel. Now, did you also know that earth can be translated land? And that is precisely how Matthew uses it throughout Matthew. So what we're seeing here is then, after the sign of the Son of Man appears in the heavens... The Israel's tribes, the tribes of the promised land, mm-hmm. the land, will mourn. Okay? Now check this out. And they will see the Son of Man. See, whatever that means, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. Now what does that sound like? Producer Matt, it's right out of the gate. That's, sounds like that Hillsong song. Sounds like Hillsong? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm not familiar with that. Which, <laughs> which you speak How of. dare you speak of such a thing in this gathering? Sorry, I just went too far. <laughs> just went too far. Now, the, the phrase, the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory, sounds like the end of the space-time continuum. Sounds mm-hmm. like the end of the world, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. But this is a quote from Daniel, the okay. visions of Daniel, okay. where he shows the Son of Man coming through the clouds of the heaven, right, of heaven, and appearing before the Ancient of Days. Okay. Okay. So while we read this, we think, oh, Son of Man coming through the clouds. We think coming down through the clouds. Right. This is a picture of the ascension when Jesus goes through the Shekinah clouds of God's glory into his presence mm-hmm. and appears before the Ancient of Days. Okay. Okay. It's the ascension. It's the, the moment when God the Father hands Jesus the title deed over the earth, the full dominion. Revelation chapter 4 depicts this. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he takes the seat at the right hand of the Father. And is given all authority over heaven and earth. Hmm. Why do I know it's Jesus going to the Ancient of Days? Because that is precisely what Daniel says. Daniel says that when he uses this phrase, the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven. Hmm. It is not Jesus surfing a cloud at the end of the earth, the end of the space-time continuum. Hmm. Right? Hmm. So, putting all this together... Now, we've got to put all this together. When Jesus ascends and appears before the Ancient of Days okay. and is given dominion over the earth, okay. a sign would appear in the heavens, okay. and Israel would mourn. Okay. The tribes would mourn. Israel. The tribes of Israel would mourn. Got it. Now, what is that sign? I do believe we could make a case that when the temple was destroyed, okay. that that was the signal. That was the significant act that all the tribes of Israel perceived at that moment that they had been wrong Hmm. that he was the son of man that he had been given dominion that he was fully vindicated and they've been weeping ever since Mm. in fact they only have the wailing wall remaining wow or we could also look to what peter says in acts chapter 2 and this is i feel like why we should be absolutely certain of this peter in acts chapter 2 says being therefore exalted at the right hand of God. Okay, so Peter mm-hmm. knew he was exalted at the right hand of God. Mm-hmm. And having received from the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit, he has poured out this that you yourselves are seeing and hearing. For David did not ascend into the heavens, but he himself says, The Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. Let all the house of Israel therefore know for certain that God has made him both Lord and Christ. That means the anointed one. He sits in the right hand of the Father. Mm-hmm. This Jesus whom you crucified. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the crowd, hearing this, that Jesus had ascended, that he was the Lord, was pricked in the hearts, and they cried out, what must we do? And he said, repent and believe. Mm. So why this is important is because many <clears throat> of the Jews mourned in the right sort of a way. Mm-hmm. They mourned for what they had done and turned to Christ. Right. Whereas many did not. They hardened their hearts. And when the temple was destroyed, they saw it. Hmm. Remember what Jesus said to Caiaphas, you will see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of glory. Mm-hmm. And he ripped his robes. He was not prof- prophesying that he would come at the end of the space-time continuum. He's saying, I am the Son of Man from Daniel. Hmm. I am the one that will be given dominion over the earth. I will have the throne, and you will perceive that You'll realize within your lifetime. When the temple explodes. You will, that's exactly right. When uh. the smoke is rising up into the heavens, you will all see that. Hmm. Right? Hmm. But what and about, then what? Then what about what? what about? I see this last one you got here. Mm-hmm. What about this one, Pastor Brandon? 
This last one? This one, this one, like... And he will send out the angels, that one? And that sounds like it's ring and rapture to me right there. All right, let's listen Come to on. it. Let's and go. he will send out his angels with a loud trumpet call. The shofar blowing on And they will Zion. gather his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. Now... Oh, it's the rapture! Sounds like it. We're wrong! It? Sounds like it. It's gotta be. But if you've tracked with me so far, wars, rumors of wars... Uh, birth pains, but the time has not yet come, Jesus says. Mm-hmm. When you see the, the abomination of desolation standing in the temple, run to the hills. Mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Luke chapter, let me see if I can find this. This is very good. Luke makes it as plain as day. Luke twenty one twenty. But when you see Jerusalem surrounded by armies, then know that its desolation has come near. What desolation? The desolation of Jerusalem and temple has come near. You'll see it when armies surround it. Mm. They know it, they see the signs, and then he says, after the tribulation of those days, the siege, the destruction, the Roman Empire, the earthquakes, you're fleeing to the hills, the hills, the Christians are gone. Mm -hmm. After the tribulation of those days, the sign will appear in the heavens of the Son of Man, meaning the Son of Man is seated on the throne. Mm. And now you all see it, and the tribes mourn, Mm. because he has been vindicated, and he is Lord. And Jerusalem... That city Babylon, which crucified the Lord, would be no more, mm-hmm. making way for the new Jerusalem and the new temple. Now, okay. what then happens in the story of the Bible? Then the gospel goes out. Freed. And the elect are gathered from the four corners. Oh, snap. The word angels means oh, messengers. Snap. The word angel just is literally messenger. Trumpet is a heralding of jubilee. As the messengers go out heralding Jubilee, and they will gather. What's that word gather? Synagogue. It's the same word that we use for assemble. Do not forsake the assembling of yourselves together. Mm. And they will gather his elect from the four winds. That's the four corners of the earth, which I will say um, mirror with the four rivers of Eden, which went out to the four corners. Mm. It's the final sign of full dominion over the earth from one end of heaven to the other, which is language for all the way from the east, all the way to the West. Mm. It's the gospel proclamation going forward. Mm. You see, this is all, yeah, this is all a great Exodus. Jesus is Moses. His people are enslaved, but the new city, Jerusalem is the new Egypt. Mm. He pours out the plagues on them. He judges them. He sets his people free and they are released out into the new promised land, Mm. which is the earth. Mm. This is big stuff. And um, I hope the eight or nine people that are that are <laughs> watching it catch on to this. But let me just say this: um, if you're going to figure this stuff out, mm. if you want to be convinced, if you don't want to just take Pastor Brandon's word for it, you've got to do the hard work mm. and walk with these, walk through all of these verses together. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Amen. Then he goes on, and we'll be done with this and this lesson, verse thirty-six. Okay, then Jesus says. But concerning that day, now, not this day, not the day that of that generation, he says, but concerning that day and hour, no one knows. Not even the angels of heaven, nor the Son, but the Father only. Talking about the day in which they are gathered from the four corners. No. No. Talking about some other far demonstrative day. Hmm. So... They asked him, they, they asked him in the very beginning, when will be the, the destruction of the temple, the sign of this and the end of the age? Mm-hmm. He's putting some things together here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He transitions in verse 36, and most Bibles pick it up. They put the little heading there, like sign of the end or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he says that that day, no one knows the hour. Now, he's just sent, he just ended up telling us that armies are going to surround the city. 
and the uh, abomination of desolations that prince from Daniel will stand in the temple. Mm-hmm. Right? There will be mm-hmm. earthquakes, wars, and rumors of wars. Mm-hmm. When you see that, run to the hills. Now, does that sound like someone who doesn't know when it's going to happen? Mm-hmm. He knows when he knows when that is going to happen. Right. He doesn't know when this is going to happen. Mm. He says, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, nor the son, but the father only. And then he goes on to say, for as were the days of Noah, so will be the coming of the son of man. This final coming of mm-hmm. the son of man. Mm-hmm. For as in those days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day when Noah entered the ark. And they were unaware. Now, does this chapter we've been studying speak to you as unaware? Hmm. It's like earthquakes, blood, moon, fires, stars falling, armies surrounding. Hmm. You're not, they're not unaware right. that that was coming. They were all watching for it. Right. Okay? Right. This one, though, no one is aware. Totally unaware. No one knows when it's going to be. It's going to just be everyday life, good old-fashioned life, people still marrying and giving in marriage, and the end will come. Hmm. The end of the space-time continuum. Nobody knows when this will happen. And Jesus will turn, will return at the final time. We will be raised up from the dead and resurrected. Hmm. That will be the final judgment, the final resurrection, and the final, the final discontinuity of the old world, and the the final culmination of the new heavens and new earth. Yeah, not this time, but at that time. At that, that time. time. Yeah, that's interesting. So at verse thirty-six, he does transition. Hmm. It seems. Mm-hmm. It seems mm-hmm. he changes some words, and there's a lot to know here. But he goes from knowing when it was going to happen having all the signs to no one knows when it's going to happen. There's going to be no signs, no significant acts. Everyone's just living life. And so people will think that this whole thing is written in that one context. People mix. Yeah. That's the thing. They mix all this up, but you'll see that the Mm. end of human history, there's no great tribulation. There's no great signs. It just ends. Mm. I think what it will, what it will look like is Christians everywhere. Mm. The gospel having spread to the four corners of the earth. Jesus having exercised the dominion over the nations. I think it's going to be amazing. Hmm. Yeah. Amen. All right. Sounds good. That's good. All right, guys. Well, thank you all so much for joining with us again for another episode of Rapture Radio. This is episode three, right? Isn't this episode three? Yes, sir. This is episode three. We're going to continue taking uh, taking you on this little journey through the text to figure out where exactly the world is going, um, what the end would look like, and so we can help think about what our future hope really is. Amen. So I'd encourage you guys, if you've got questions, you can drop them in the comments. You can also send us some uh, email questions if you want. Stuart at wearechristchurch.com. Oh, gosh, I hear this tune kicking back in my ears again. Oh, my gosh. What have we created? I feel like this is a created? good way to go out. <laughs> Thank you, guys. If you're looking for more resources, you can go to wearechristchurch.com slash media, or you can go to facebook.com slash christchurchpress, or just look for Christchurch Media. You can also go to sermonaudio.com, search keyword We Are Christ Church. You'll find tons of teaching resources there and all over the place. <sighs> Until next time, guys. Mm-hmm. We'll see you later. Unless we get raptured. That's true. <laughs> I wish we'd all been ready The children died, the days grew cold A piece of bread could buy a bag of gold I wish we'd all been ready And there's no time to change your mind The sun has come and you've been left